Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Monday the 19th of June. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley Brewer. Coming up, uh, MPs will today decide whether to sanction Boris Johnson after the Privileges Committee found he had repeatedly, deliberately misled the House of Commons over Partygate. Meanwhile, British citizens will be prioritised for council housing. That's under plans being considered by ministers amid concerns over rising immigration. And the Metro Metropolitan Police are examining a video showing 24 guests at a Tory staff Christmas party when COVID restrictions were enforced in December 2020. Yeah, it's still going on, folks. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Uh, thank you very much indeed for your company. Always so good to have you join me and indeed great to have political correspondent at The Spectator, James Hill, join me on this beautiful, beautiful sunny morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Um, been enjoying the weekend? had a fantastic weekend. Went to see the ashes at Edgbaston. Excellent. Yeah, my husband would be very jealous. Oh, yes, great. Yes. 
It's, it's, no, if we're not doing too well, though, I, I understand. Mm. There, there are gloomy faces every now and then, and I assume that's what it's about. Yes, well, this is the whole thing about Baz Ball and, uh, you know, other tactics working out or not. I was there on the Saturday, so, uh, you know, it was a long time getting the Aussies out, but on Sunday it was called off by the rain, so uh, we wait to see how day four pans out today. Indeed. Well, anyway, welcome back to Talk Sport 2. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Can, can you imagine Hijacking me? It. Can you imagine how hilarious? Three and a half hours sport. I mean, I could maybe... Three and a half seconds, I can manage. Three and a half seconds. Uh, anyway, um, lots to talk about when it comes to the sport of politics, which we know is uh, mm. equally as unpredictable. Um, uh, what we can predict, though, today is that there will be a lot of hand-rigging and, um, and pointing of fingers going on in the House of Commons over this Partygate debate. I think they've given over six hours in time mm. uh, or something in the House of Commons uh, for a debate over this Privileges Committee reported to Boris Johnson. Yeah, we discussed it. It came out at nine o'clock on that Thursday morning. And, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's a damning... Damning, damning uh, uh, reaction. Well, I mean, you know, well, George Johnson's reaction was equally damning of the Privileges Committee decision. Um, we've had debate over it over the last few days. Um, the reality is, though, Boris Johnson has now realised that he doesn't actually have the support in the Commons that he might have thought he had. He's got around 20 MPs who are diehards, uh, not including the ones who, by the way, already resigned. Nadine Dorries, let us know, have you or haven't you? Um, but, um, but basically, we've got Michael Gove yesterday said he would abstain on any vote of whether or not they should go ahead with the censure. This is the 90-day um, suspension from the House of Commons. Totally irrelevant because he's already left as an MP, uh, but also whether he should lose his Commons pass for life, his access to enter the House of Commons as a former Prime Minister, which I personally with the view is far too vindictive mm. and inappropriate. He was Prime Minister of this country. He was elected to, into that role. Um, and I think that's an absurd, unnecessary, petty thing to do. Um, wh what do you think is going to happen this afternoon? So it's going to go to the House of Commons. And at first there will be an oral vote so they can shout yay or nay if they agree with the report or not. And I expect we'll see some Labour MPs actually say nay and disagree because they want to force a vote on this issue. They want... Well, that's the thing. The Tories don't want to vote yes, on it. Yes, exactly. Because it's, it's divisive and then there's going to be a list of Tory MPs who, who voted. So you think what Boris did was OK or exactly. you'll be punished for voting against Boris by the, the Boris loyalists. Completely, yes. And at this point now, the Sunak lot obviously don't want to kind of have more divisions by having a vote. And the Boris lot, as you said, Julia, they've now realised the lack of numbers they've got. So they don't want to really reveal the lack of support they have. Is it in Labour's interest for there to be a debate, though? Because it seems to me every single minute, look, I'm there is no one in this country, a country angrier than I am, mm. at Boris over Partygate because I'm angry because it's the proof that we knew he knew the laws were nonsense and he mm. imposed them on the rest of us um, for a very long time. And that I find it, I think it's even worse that he knew how stupid they were and yet somehow he got forced into it. You're the prime minister; you ain't forced into anything. Um, but but the more time that the government or the Labour Party spend talking about this stuff, when people are worrying about other things, which we will talk about in a couple of moments, because mm. I think that's what people are genuinely concerned about, um, doesn't it make all of them look bad? And people just go, "Oh, a plague on all your houses." And people go, "Well, what about Keir Starmer and you know the beer and curry night?" And you were all at it, and you're all out of touch, and you don't know how real people. That awful phrase, you know, real people, ordinary people, i.e. all of us, are living. Well, I think actually that it's about prolonging the misery for the Tories. It reminds me of their worst hour in office. They were the ones setting the rules, admittedly. And also the Tories themselves are divided on the whole Boris question. So I think yeah. that if you can use a technical device like a vote in Parliament, it will reopen those wounds and Labour will stand to profit from that. OK, um, so we know so Michael Gove's going to abstain. Rishi Sunak's going to be busy meeting, I don't know, the Swedish Prime Minister yeah. or something. Very important. Vital business. Uh, but, oh, <laughs> right. Good allies. Um, uh, but yeah, it's quite clear Boris Johnson doesn't have a 
much support. Um, we've also got, of course, the, the trauma for the uh, the Prime Minister is he's facing yet another Tory resignation, David Warburton, over mm. a sort of sex and cocaine scandal. Difficult to keep up, to be fair. I mean, the Christmas quizzes at the end of this year are going to be really <laughs> hard to answer because it'd be like, just name any Tory MP. Um, but um, we're looking at four by-elections now. Is that is that including or not including Nadine? Uh, that's including Nadine, but she's refusing to go until she gets a kind of... A, she sent off yeah. a, um, a transparency request to the government to collect her information about mm. the honours list. Now, as I understand it, that honours list is slightly different from the law, so she's misunderstood it. Um, so we'll wait to see if yeah. actually when... But, but also, there's also the SNP, there's Margaret Ferrier's by-election. Yeah. It's like likely to be a of recall, course. and therefore, but again, that's an SNP suit. They're likely that's to lose Labour. to Labour. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, um, what's going to happen in these by-elections? We're looking at certainly two of them. Twentieth of July, we're looking yeah. at the earliest date. Um, but I mean, are they are they automatically going to go to other parties? Does it depend how other parties fight them? Because I know that the talk about Boris Johnson was if he did go for a by-election, mm. he's Uxbridge and South Ryslip seat, there was a possibility of Labour and Lib, and Lib Dems not just working together, but both standing down candidates and putting forward an independent who they would back, who was someone who'd lost a, a loved one during the COVID crisis or to COVID and to stand against making... I mean, that would have been an impossible by-election to fight for yeah, Boris Johnson. I, I think that on these... There's no kind of formal cooperation, but it's pretty clear that Labour are going to go for Uxbridge and Ryslip. Uh, Mid-beds will be for the Lib Dems. Mm. Um, Selby will be for Labour. Mm. And then the seat, which is David Walton's seat, which is Somerton and Froome, uh, will be for the Lib Dems as well. So it's it's more about kind of channeling resources. And the yeah. Tories' best hope was that you'd have all three, or maybe four by-elections on the same day, yeah. to split resources. By Nadine delaying her standing down, it makes the agony even worse. And now I think we can see all four seats in the north, north of Yorkshire, in the east of England, yeah. in the southwest, and in London all go to opposition parties. So Rishi Sunak's facing the nightmare. Not good. Not a good way to start no, the summer not. for Rishi Sunak. Um, also not good to start with a, this video that's emerged that the Mirror had. Yeah. Um, and again, it's the front pages of, 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 as you would predict, you know, the Mirror and the Guardian again today over this uh, Tory HQ lockdown party. It was a campaigners for... Um, uh, the the, uh, the 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 Tory mayoral candidate in London, uh, December twenty twenty. London was in tier two. Um, I mean, if you went to a funeral, you weren't allowed to have twenty four people there. You went to had a wedding, you weren't allowed twenty four people there, and they had a party. And on the video, people are dancing. I mean, we need to, first of all, we need to talk about this the, the jumper the man is wearing because that's, that's, that's the most offensive thing. That's the parliamentary uh, Christmas jumper. I, I, yeah. I, I do collect them each year, unfortunately, but that's a particularly heinous it's one. Particularly, and and the dancing. I mean, Tories. <laughs> Tories can't dance. Sorry, let's just say it out loud. Young Tories definitely can't dance. Absolutely horrific. Uh, you know, two of the people who were at that party, Sean Bailey, who wasn't there at that time of that video, we yeah. understand the candidate, uh, and a guy who's just been pictured on, he, you know, they've they both got um, honours in Boris Johnson honours list. Um, there's also this battle over this, this peerage for some 30-year-old girl, Charlotte Owens, who apparently was covering maternity leave and was junior, was basically the tea getter who's got a peerage. I mean, Bernard Jenkin on the Privileges Committee, a Tory MP, his, him attending his wife's birthday party. The whole thing is just a complete and utter farce. Completely. And, you know, this honours list is probably the most controversial since uh, the Lavender List of 1976, when Harold Wilson gave a whole bunch of crooks honours and gongs in his farewell list. Um, this this list is going to be very controversial because it reopens some of the Tories' worst moments in office, yeah. such as Partygate. So, for instance, you have Ben Mallett, who was the uh, person in that video there with the braces. He's got an OBE. Sean Bailey was the candidate. He's got a peerage. Um, and basically, it is 
it is being seen as the most unhelpful thing for Rishi Sunak to be giving these people honours at a time when he's trying to move on from the most recent administrations of government. Yep. So that's why it's back in the news this week. That's why it's the front page. Yep. And also, these things continue to have ramifications for subsequent Tory campaigns. So, for instance, Ben Mallet is running the Mazamal Hussein's campaign to be London mayor mm. this time around as well. Because people are still around. Again, it's, it's just so inappropriate for a lot of these people. Even Sean Bailey. I like Sean Bailey. I don't know why he needs a peerage. I don't know what he's done to earn a peerage. That's the thing. It, it's just quite extraordinary. Let's talk about stuff that really matters to people. Um, mortgages. The mortgage time bomb. Uh, we're looking this Thursday for the Monetary Policy Committee to announce the Bank of England another raise in interest rates. A number of the papers today are saying, look, please don't you know, raise interest rates again. 4.5% right now, base rate, 4.75% looking like it's going up to, could go up to almost 6% over the next year. And, and uh, the Resolution Foundation uh, looked at basically fixed rate homeowners and something like 35,000 people come off a fixed rate every every week. Um, so people settled, you know, but it was like 0.5%. They're paying a couple of percent interest. It's just about affordable after, you know, huge, 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 huge mortgages to actually get on the housing ladder to buy, you know, a one bedroom flat. Um, and they're now facing next year in total paying almost £3,000 more a year. It is a simple matter of fact that most people, even people who are lucky enough to get on the, ho- on the housing ladder and huge numbers of young people now aren't, but that most people don't have a spare three grand a year, full stop. They don't have it. It's not in their savings. They just don't have that money. Completely. And this is why we can talk about the shenanigans in Westminster, what's yeah. going on, etc. But the fundamentals are next year is going to be incredibly difficult for so many people who will be floating voters or even sort of Tory homeowning voters. Mm. And they're going to be feeling that pain really seriously. And that's why we're also going to be seeing this week, I suspect, ahead of Thursday's uh, inflation uh, changes and the interest rate changes is going to be calls for mortgage relief or some kind of help for those people. And it'd be interesting to see. Should they do that? Uh, I mean, I, I think not, because I think that the Bank of England, you know, it, it upsets what the Bank of England is trying to do. But I think that un- after COVID furlough, after um, the energy bailout, it's understandable That's... that people want to see. Well, no, people expect help. it now, because if, in, if there's a problem, I mean, the, the fact that an awful lot of our problems financially right now exactly. are as a result of big bailouts. Yeah. I mean, again, again you know, I, I, look, I massively approved of the furlough scheme, given that we were locking people down. What we shouldn't have done is lock people down. And that, but you couldn't have done it. If people hadn't been being paid, mm. if Rishi Sunak, who's then Chancellor, hadn't been sort of throwing out our cash. And I remember saying to him that year, you know, it's, you, 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 you've been Father Christmas all year. And now suddenly at some point Scrooge. you're going to be Scrooge. Yeah. And, and you, you know, and the reality is, you know, we are going to have to pay this money back. But also, with all due respect to people who are struggling on their mortgages, you're still better off than the people who are renting. Well, by definition, by definition, you're better off because you've managed to afford a home. So, I mean, you know, seven million people currently have got mortgages right now. Mm. An awful lot of those are on fixed rates, but are coming off them. Eight and a half million pretty much own outright. So there'll be older people not affected and eight and roughly eight and a half million rent. Um, and 4.6 million of those are in the private sector. Those are the people who are really feeling the squeeze because rents are going up sky high. Mm. Um, and of course, as those mortgages go up, private landlords are going to push that on as well. Well, quite. And this is the whole consequence of 15 years of having record low interest rates with no incentives yeah. for saving, um, and, you know, keeping it around sort of yeah. 1% or so, less yeah. than that. And no, intre- no, no, in- <laughs> no incentive to save at the moment because we've learned banks have been making an extra 4.8 billion in profit by not that, you know, they put up the interest rates on your loans or in, 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 in your mortgage, but not not but not interest rate on your savings no cool not passing still, that on to yeah you're still looking at like one percent savings rate indeed uh, look loads more to talk about including uh council homes uh, a priority for brits uh stop and search uh and uh what well, keir starmouth his latest insane net zero pledge i mean that doesn't that sums it up nicely doesn't it and we'll look at all the front pages too and uh, more from james hill this is talk breakfast 
The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. 